We are back. Um, we're just, I don't know what happened, but I'm glad that I could have Letitia back here. So we're just going to keep it going. So um, you were talking, or we were talking about best case scenario and oh, right. positive outcome. And yep. so, and what were you saying before it happened? <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember, if not, well, we can keep going. We know how to do this. Yes. Um so I was saying I had to, I had to really kind of dig deep and think about, well, where is this feeling of maybe lack or, mm. you know, self-defeat kind of coming from? And I realized that it is rooted from my childhood, you know, just dealing with some abandonment issues with my um, parents and, not having a lot of money growing up, you know, I work like I'm broke. <laughs> Tell the truth. I, you know, and a business has been doing very well for quite some time, but I work so hard. Like I, I had to understand that if I don't do anything more than what I'm doing right now in my business, then it's enough. Mm, that's um, yeah. And so um, just being able to kind of identify the root problem and accept that that's not going to define me and that's not me anymore. I'm not that young child trying to, you know, prove to my mom that I am worthy and deserving of attention and love or that, you know, I can also contribute to the household so she doesn't have to worry about me. So I'll work just as hard. Like I don't have to you know, just trying to like heal from that inner child um, mm. has been key. And so what I've been doing is, you know, writing affirmations in the morning, telling myself, you know, that one, you deserve everything or I deserve everything um, that I work for. It is all mine. No one is going to take me, take it away from me. And I'm doing more than enough, you know, so I have to constantly remind myself of these things mm -hmm. uh, throughout the day. You know, it's I feel like we're all on this emotional roller coaster right now where we can be up one hour and then we're down and low the mm -hmm. next hour. And um, that's why I think it's so important to be even more intentional about, you know, your thoughts and like power of the mind and control of the mind you know, isn't, is important. I'm not going to sit here and say like, I am, you know, super positive. I'm a pretty optimistic person, you know, uh, but I'm not going to sit here and, and ignore, you know, my emotions. I try to sit in my emotions and say, okay, why am I feeling this way? Where is this stemming from? Mm -hmm. Should I separate facts versus feelings? And then reminding myself of, just how great I am. Um, I think from a, I think from a career perspective, you know, with what some of my clients go through, when you are constantly told, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. You start to think like, is it me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> is it me? And so we have to remind ourselves that we are more than our job. We are more than our employer. If we feel like we deserve to get promoted, then we deserve to get promoted. That's it. Um, and so, yeah, you know, that's been a big piece of it. 
That's excellent. I'm glad, you know, you're doing your own self-work along with, you know, you mentioned therapy, but I think that I know that that's a big part of childhood abandonment, how our parents treated us, how we translated affection, how we were applauded or not applauded or um, enjoyed because you know some parents don't enjoy their kids or not enjoyed and so we go into this workforce environment or relationships mm-hmm. just life itself and we show up like this mm-hmm. and and this is a great opportunity which you've taken to see that you know I'm not I'm more than what I thought I was right you know and then says you work like you were broke how many of us are <laughs> you know are doing that Mm-hmm. and are not taking a break and are actually physically harming ourselves because exactly. we're trying to prove something. Right. Yeah. So great, great. Um, and thank you for your vulnerability because I think oh, yeah. when we as women who are entrepreneurs and, and our, our CEOs, wherever we sit in the world or, or whatever your position is, it, we have to understand that just because we're strong, it does not mean we don't have feelings Right. Like you said, it's okay to feel. Well, you kind of said that, but you also Mm -hmm. said looking, feeling over fact, right? Mm -hmm. You have to weigh that, but it's okay to feel. When I say feel, I mean emotions. Right. In the sense of, you know, I need to work on this. I'm super sensitive. When when a colleague or a boss says something to me or when I have to speak to an employee, I I just can't, you know, I got problems. And, you know, Mm -hmm. those are the things that we have to work in. So thank you for that. Wow. Mm -hmm. What are you? What are you reading now? I am, <laughs> I'm reading a lot about uh, just diversity in the the workplace. Um, hold on, let me put my glasses on so I can see my books over here. <laughs> I, took them, <laughs> I took them off so I could focus <laughs> on our conversation. I got you. <laughs> um, I, so I typically read like five books at one time. Like I dabble in this book and this one, whatever I'm feeling. Um, so um, diversity um, in the workplace is one by Barry Williams. Um, I just bought hood feminism and I'm like, mm. just, just diving into it. And then Elaine Weddleworth, I think I'm saying her last name correctly. And her book is you are enough or you are more than enough. Mm. Yeah. So those are the books um, that I'm reading. Mm. So have you gotten anything from that that you would like to share? Or you're still in the research mode. I'm still I'm still in the research mode. I'm like the first 10 pages. In. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I enjoy reading um, because I think it it really just allows me to focus on just one thing. Like, I feel like we are distracted by so many different things all the time. Um, And that's why I do enjoy reading because it can be, um, it can be a bit of an escape, but I even know for me, I'm, I'm hoping to create more um, time within my schedule where I can read. Um, Yeah. I've been doing a lot more journaling than anything journaling and um, listening to podcasts. So you mentioned schedule. What kind of schedule do you give yourself? Cause you said you work hard. Well, right. may- maybe not anymore, but since you've had the revelation, <laughs> but what kind of schedule do you uh-huh. like to work with? Yeah. 
you know, it's when I think when we were first in the pandemic, um, I was staying up late. I wasn't sleeping much. Um, I didn't feel safe. Mm. Like I didn't feel safe. So I didn't, I I could not sleep. I could not sleep well. Um, But my schedule right now is I wake up um, between seven to seven 30 and I start my work day at nine. Um, I like to start really as early as possible. You know, if I, so I'll wake up, I'll journal, do affirmations, I'll do a meditation and, you know, eat breakfast, make my coffee, try to get some things done before I don't have like a set team that, you know, we don't come into the office, but I have my assistant, have an intern. And so like before they start sending me a bunch of emails, I I like to get work done before before client emails start coming in. I like to get some things done, but I typically start my work day at nine and, um, you know, I like to make sure I have buffers in between my meetings. Um, And there are some days where I'm working really late. You know, I think Mm -hmm. something you mentioned earlier uh, Carla was that sometimes you feel like you haven't done anything and you've done all <laughs> these things. <Yes. laughs> like I do a lot of webinars and um, I think, oh, let me just jump in now or jump on this, you know, Google Meet Hangout or this Zoom and talk to the people and, you know, that's it. But I get so worn out from mm-hmm. those. So if I have a late, like my Google webinars that I do typically, end around 8 30 ish eastern time and so um i'm typically working all day until that and then i'll sleep in the next day so i give myself grace um during my schedule and for me i'm really big on energy too Mm -hmm. sometimes i just my energy is just not there like i just can't even process an email I can't write an article because my brain won't allow me to and when I feel that way my body is telling me and my brain is telling me you need a break so I will sometimes I'll just come in my room and I will literally sit in the dark and turn my diffuser on and just relax no no sound no light turn off all the sensory overload um but I do take breaks throughout the day I love that. I love that you listen to your body. Yes, I have to. Many of us push and push and then we get sick and this is not the time to get sick. No. But we just keep pushing and pushing and then our health shows it. And I mentioned that earlier. So it's sensitive. What I'm hearing, you, there's benefit in, in being sensitive when your brain says no and your mm-hmm. body says no. You need to say no. You just exactly. really just say no and don't feel guilty about it. Do you feel guilty when you do that? Oh, no, Mm ma'am. You know, I don't feel guilty for much anymore. Now that like now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm trying to think. I think like if I feel guilty, it's like, okay, I forgot to call my grandma back, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, I now before I used to feel guilty about not doing certain things or hitting hitting certain things. But man, when I tell you that giving myself grace throughout this whole pandemic has helped me so much. I mean, there are, you know, there are things that I need to be doing today that I know I'm not going to get to. And I'm just thinking like, you know what, I'll get to it tomorrow (laughs) and life will be okay. Everybody, my clients, they'll be okay. Um, Yeah. I'm such a structured 
And I would love to get your thoughts on this, Carla, too. Okay. I'm such a I'm such a structured person. Like I'm type A, like Capricorn, <laughs> like things have to be this way. I put my clothes out the night before I wake up and I can plan my whole, here's the other thing, like I can plan my whole business strategy. I have my whole business strategy planned for the year. And with this pandemic, it just oh. shifted everything, <laughs> took it all away, you Aww. know, um, in a good way. Yeah. And so, you know, I am being more flexible with my clients. I'm giving myself more grace. If my clients are like, look, I don't feel well, I can't do our session today. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's cool. Don't even worry about it. And, um, Things were so out of whack. And I mean, definitely, you know, still a little bit. But yeah, I'm just learning like grace, not feeling guilty. Um, and it's like I have a, I still have structure, but I'm also, I have like a flexible or adaptable structure now. What about you, though? What about me about, am I structured or how do I? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I will say I used to be very, more structured than I am now. I am pretty much listening to my body more, listening just what is, I'm really trying to stay in tune of just the environment. Meaning if my client cancels, I'm like, you. Yeah, if my client cancels, it's like, okay, it's not a problem. Or they mm-hmm. need to reschedule. I'm very open to that. But for myself, I used to wake up at four, four thirty, <laughs> you know, and then go work out. Now they close my gym here. So, you mm. know, that messed me up and uh, not messed me up, but it changes. Uh, it does mess you up because you're used to what you do and you get your oh, rhythm yeah. in. Um, I have, have to say in the last three months, I have calmed down a lot and I'm going to, mm-hmm. this is what I feel that got me hyped though. All the books I read that tell me I have to do this, 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 and this, I feel like I was just doing what they said, mm. and, and now I'm doing what I need to do for me. Yep. Yeah. So I think that, that is so important. Yeah. I, I'm reading my own, like you said, I'm reading your body. I'm reading my body. I'm reading my clients. I'm reading my kids. I'm reading whatever's going on. It's not so much of pull, 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 push, push, push. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I do my stuff. But now we have the space to kind of relax. And, right. I, and I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and these are the adversity comes in, whether we see it as the pandemic or um, what's happening in our, with racism. Th- these things happen, I feel, for a reason. So let's sit back and see what's going on and what, what's my part in it and what do I need to shift? Because we get into this rhythm, this hypnotic rhythm mm-hmm. without even realizing what we're doing anymore, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. like hypnotized and this, rhythm, yep. and this yep. has shaken up our rhythm. And yes. We have to acknowledge that and be okay. And many of us are not okay with Especially that first what they said alcohol sales went. Whoo. Oh yeah, I yeah. know I was buying yeah. bottles of wine. Like I don't know, I'm coming back to this grocery store in about another two weeks. So exactly. let me get these five bottles exactly. And then when you could pick up uh, your booze, there's a place down for me. I live in Old Town, Old Town, and so I have restaurants and things all just right outside the door here and they are like margaritas to go Cadillac margaritas to go I'm mm. like okay you know you can walk down the street with your your container and but it, <laughs> you know it just so but I want to say this because you were talking about um time to yourself and what we do with it 
And yeah. I, would, I would hope that we wouldn't take this time and nothing wrong with drinking, but I hope that we right. wouldn't take this time <laughs> to drink or whatever we drugs we choose to do. I don't know what every, every listener does. So I'll just say that, but are we running from feeling what we need to feel right now? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I will stop there. This is your, this is your time on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will stop there. No, um, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, yeah. I, I, I stopped. Um, I was buying bottles of wine and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Me and my girlfriends did a virtual brunch. Oh, that was big. Remember all that virtual happy hours? Oh, uh, yeah. We were doing, you know, well, I wasn't doing it all, but I did the virtual brunch and that was cool. We, um, each of us cooked chicken and waffles. One person mm. said, shared the jerk chicken recipe. Another friend shared. I think we all said, we just going to do the, the waffles out in the freezer and throw it in the <laughs> toaster. That's right. That's right. But we had mimosas. And when I tell you, I had that whole bottle of champagne. <laughs> and I could not get up from my couch. That whole day, I was stuck. And yes. Uh, after that, I just said, you know what? I don't even want to drink. So I personally don't really, I came into this pandemic, you know, drinking wine and whatever. And now I don't drink anymore. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to, to get back to it. But I think one thing that you did say, which is in terms of us, like sleepwalking during the day, mm-hmm. we don't even realize that like, yeah. oh, we're, we're doing what we were conditioned to do. And you know, even if we think about a lot of the societal structures that have been in place, like there's a lot of people that are challenging systems and challenging laws and rules and companies and company cultures and mm-hmm. how and why things are the way that they are. And I think that's what makes me excited about this year, just to kind of see yeah. that we are challenging the things and questioning the things that we were, were once told to have to be this way because it it really it really doesn't and this is why it's so key to you know ask yourself you know with your career like am I doing what I want or what am I doing what someone else told me that I should do or am I doing what someone else told me I should do if I want to be this person and that person that I was told I needed to be, do I even want to be that person? You know, do I want that job? Do I want that career? Do I want all of these things? And, you know, I hate that. Hate's a strong word. I don't like the fact that society has really pushed achievement, achievement, achievement. Mm -hmm. And so those types of things can also really take a hit on our own confidence and self-esteem because we we think like, Oh, well, I did this job for three years. I didn't get a promotion. I, I didn't get this. I didn't get this, you know, raise or all of these different, these things. I wasn't able to move up like I thought I would. And then we start to feel really bad and, and that guilt and shame takes over. And it's just not, it's not fair. Um, yeah. No, it's <laughs> not. Was like, I sound like no, a kid. Like, no, but fair. it's so true. Nothing. It's so true. <laughs> it is so true. So yeah, this is the year to question it all, to rethink what success looks like. And were you drinking because you enjoyed it? Or were you drinking because it was a social and fun thing to do? Like, that's when I realized it wasn't for me. Yeah. 
Or are you drinking because you need to deal with some things? Yes, you know? that too. You know, that add that third one there because a lot of us are finding out we don't like ourselves when we're by yes, ourselves. Right. And um, yeah, so this is, I'm telling you, this we're coming out of this hypnotized rhythm, hypnotic <laughs> rhythm, I like to say, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, we're learning to, like you said, um, march to the beat of our own drum. If, if, we're, if we're bold enough, to do that um, this is the oppor- yeah this is the opportunity to live your dream and to do what you feel fit like you said earlier when people are saying you know what do I want to do you know is it shift is it pivot is it quit you know yep yeah and um are you are you coaching anybody to quit yeah if they need to <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right well so I will never okay you Let know we can't clear. <laughs> exactly <laughs> You know, we don't say quit. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I was doing a Twitter live and, you know, I talked about that. When you think about quitting a, a job or, you know, you're quitting your company, you don't don't feel guilty or don't feel shame for, quote unquote, being a quitter. You're not quitting a job. You're, you're probably quitting a toxic work envir- environment or a, a place that didn't value you and didn't appreciate and invest in you you're quitting certain things like you're not quitting you're not a quitter per se and sometimes you got to quit some things but to be clear um I I've had clients that through my coaching program they have ended up quitting their job (laughs) and I'm like wait 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 do you have another job lined up like do you have what what are we what are we doing here? Because I'm not going to tell you to quit your job and let, yeah. until you land something else, you know. Because we got bills to pay, we have things that we have to do, uh, commit to financially, and so um, you know they'll tell me like I just I could not do it anymore. And I've had clients that have quit; they have money saved up, they went back to school, uh, maybe after being told or or feeling like oh, I don't want to start over, I don't want to start from scratch when that's not really a I don't know how I feel about defining it as a starting from scratch moment. It's just mm-hmm. getting clear about, you know, what you want and redirecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've had clients that have left toxic work environments and they just taking some time to figure out what they want to do. Other clients have quit six figure jobs and did a tech boot camp and landed a job paying t- twice as much. So, um, well, well, well. It's like they quit, they might leave something, but then they move on to something greater. Yeah. And that's peace of mind for them. So it's not that we, we as coaches can control if they quit or how they quit, but mm-hmm. it's definitely, see, something happens when you're coached because what you're giving them is confidence, which you said they, they usually come in lacking. Right. Understanding their value or what they add in value to their position. And mm-hmm. now they're working with you and they're discovering just how badass they are. That's right. And they're like, why, why am I sitting up here taking this abuse of, of some form? Mm-hmm. Um, I use that word lightly uh, or loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, it, you know, when you're in a toxic situation and your boss is coming down on you, nothing you they say you do right. And then you can go somewhere else and flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, so then, yeah, kudos to you as their yeah. coach. Kudos Aww. to you. So, Thank you. And, and also you shared a little bit about some increases that you've seen happen. Tell me about that in people's salary. 
Yes, yes. So, oh, Carla, I didn't tell you this, oh. but I have a new mission this year. Oh, I, and I know it's like July 2020, but it's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I have a coach as well. I have two business coaches, actually, because um, I think all coaches need coaches, need coaches. too. Therapists <laughs> need therapists and all that. And yes. um, so my mission is to help women increase their salaries and earning potential by 10 million this year. Whoa. Yes. You Mm -hmm. hear that? You hear that listeners? Okay. (laughs) So, um, you know, I know I'm well on my way. I had to go back and do some math. And uh, I told Mm -hmm. one of my other friends, she was a coach as well. And she said, I bet you're already like 80% there. I believe so. So usually I'll flex on this in December. (laughs) (laughs) I think it might be sooner. That is so good. Yes. So my clients I've gotten, one of my clients landed a job at a large tech company and her bonus alone was 80K. Wow. So, you know, I consistently see 20K, 25K, 40, 50, 60K salary increases when they were told before, like, you can't get nothing else from us, you know, at prior companies. So um, it's just really amazing (laughs) to see that. And every day, I mean, every day I have someone that has reached out and it's not all through coaching. It might be through the membership club or a masterclass or live. And they told me just like, you know, following and listening and watching the things that you say, um, mm-hmm. it gave me the confidence that I needed. And I went and requested a promotion and I got it, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just, it's very rewarding to hear that I'm able to make that type of impact. Yes. Oh, I'm clapping. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell us about your Career Chasers Members Club. Yes, so my Career Chasers Members Club is my baby that I'm so, mm. I've birthed in April, and she is three months old. <laughs> She's adorable. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it's an online community for uh, women of color that are seeking career guidance, clarity, strategy, um, as they chase their career goals. So that's how I came up with the Career Chasers Members Club. Um, we are 200 plus strong. Um, we are in an open enrollment right now until July 7th and I uh, won't be open again. I open it every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my goal is to get us up to 500 members um, this month and hopefully to a 1,000 by the end of this year. But um, each month we have where I host a monthly live masterclass um we have different themes too so some of the themes over the past few months have been on um, interviewing with confidence uh job search strategy during the pandemic um how to structure and tailor your resume um trying to think what was the last one we did one on um there's one I'm missing, but July's theme is actually on salary negotiation and understanding what the full comp- compensation package um, should look like. So uh, each month we have a different theme. I do ask members to tell me what they want to talk about. And um, throughout the month, we also have a pretty uh, engaging online group where we 
the members will share articles and podcasts and other resources with each other. I think in terms of the purpose and why I started this was because, you know, a lot of my coaching has been one-on-one. And I realized for a lot of my clients, they may be the only woman of color in their workplace. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were feeling like, okay, this is just happening to me. When I'm able to take all of those different women and put them in the same space who all feel isolated and lonely, they realize that it's not them. You know, Mm -hmm. they feel like, oh, I'm in a safe space and I can feel seen and heard and, 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 and have the encouragement you know, and support that I need to continue to move forward. Uh, so, yeah, you know. It's, that is great. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the growth of it. I'm excited about even just them being able to build relationships. I know some of them have said, I'll be a referral for you. And I found this job opportunity. And, you know, they're just really connecting and learning from not just me, uh, but from each other. And that was not something I was able to provide through one-on-one coaching. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Now, so is it, what level, is it entry level? Is, are they able to get in on this uh, Career Tracers membership? Or is it, do you have a criteria of a certain level, like um, executive level, or or is it open to all levels of employment? You know, it is open to all levels. So I have some that are, you know, recent graduates, I talked to a woman earlier today who just joined and, you know, when she, when we were talking, she was like, you sound young and you look young, (laughs) but I don't know. Cause black don't crack. Are you, are you a millennial? (laughs) But she told me that she was, um, she's 53. And Uh so we have women from early twenties to even in their fifties. Um, and a variety of industries are all over. They're not just here in the U S I have, Uh, Some members that are in Ghana, some that are in the UK and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a variety, you know, so there is also some reverse mentoring going on. Um, (laughs) The members said, Hey, we want an accountability program. And I was like, Oh, okay, well, let's do it. And so, um, you know, even with the accountability program, you know, they just, I really, um, we connect their accountability partners based on what they can provide and then also what they're looking for. And, you know, sometimes our younger members can learn from older, older members can learn from the younger. So um, definitely, yeah, it's definitely a diverse group. Yes. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, and well, ladies, Harry, you hear this <laughs> career chaser members club. This is something that you really got to look into. How do we contact you or how do they contact you? So I am on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, Letitia underscore Bird, and um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm more active. I'm most active on Twitter. I love Twitter. I'm always dropping career gems. Um, so if you really want to engage with me, come and find me on Twitter. But like I said, I'm also on Instagram and um, on LinkedIn. And I'll go ahead and add that to the uh, show notes. And it's Letitia underscore B-Y-R-D. Yep, that's right. B-Y-R-D. Make sure that's the Y in there. So, gosh, this has been amazing. You you got a lot of wisdom. (laughs) Thank you. I learned from you. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of insight. Oh, I love it. A lot of insight and a lot of good self-work you're doing on a personal level. 
And I feel mm-hmm. like when I work with my clients, there's no way that you can go higher up the ladder if you don't work on your foundation. That's and right. you're really doing some great, great stuff. And I am Thank you. simply, simply honored and proud of you. And Thank keep you. Go- keep going. Yes, I will. You I will. will. I know you. <laughs> but you know, I'm 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 ready to retire <laughs> in a couple more years. <laughs> well, you know what? And you do that. You travel the world and mm-hmm. do all the things you love to do because you deserve it, right? Yes. As like yes. your affirmation says, you deserve it. Deserve it. You deserve when, it. <laughs> when outside opens, I will be, you, you know, know living I, my life. <laughs> I mean, I tell you, I was like, this is the time we go out and buy our own planes because uh, mm-hmm. I think I want to go more places than they're able to take me right now. <laughs> I know. I'm serious. Yes. Like about a whole other thing. But mm-hmm. thank you so much, Letitia. You, you rocked it. And um, it has been such an honor and a blessing. So ladies and gentlemen who do listen, Go ahead, check the notes on this podcast so you can reach out to Letitia and uh, hit her up. Like she says, she's more on Twitter, but she does. She is on Instagram and definitely on LinkedIn. And uh, all right. I hope to hear you guys. And remember, you got to subscribe because we have stuff coming to you that you're going to enjoy. All right. Thank you, Letitia. And you have a good evening. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.